Good morning. It is Thursday, August 12th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Every day, Monday through Friday, we gather together to jump into God's Word just a little bit, just dip our toe in, so to speak. We don't take huge chunks of scripture and try to just get through them. We take little bits at a time, wading through them, trying to carefully see in these pieces of scripture what God might want us to see for the day. We go, we meditate, we pray, and we spend the rest of the day with the Lord, being energized and refueled by his word to us in the morning. We do this because we know we need it. Forming this habit of daily time in God's word is difficult, and so if we can do it together, Through a format that requires just a little bit of effort, we hope the Lord will use it for our sanctification. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Micah chapter 1, verses 8 through 16. For this I will lament and wail. I will go stripped and naked. I will make lamentation like the jackals and mourning like the ostriches. For her wound is incurable and has come to Judah. It has reached the gate of my people to Jerusalem. Tell it not in Gath, weep not at all. In Bethlehaphra, roll yourselves in the dust. Pass on your way, inhabitants of Zephyr, in the nakedness and shame. The inhabitants of Zanan, do not come out. The lamentation of Beth Ezel shall take away from you its standing place. For the inhabitants of Maroth wait anxiously for good, because disaster has come down from the Lord to the gate of Jerusalem. Harness the steeds to the chariots, inhabitants of Lachish. It was the beginning of sin to the daughter of Zion, for in you were found the transgressions of Israel. Therefore you shall give parting gifts to Moresheth Gath. The houses of Aksib shall be a deceitful thing to the kings of Israel. I will again bring a conqueror to you, inhabitants of Merishah. The glory of Israel shall come to you, Adullam. Make yourself bald and cut off your hair for the children of your delight. Make yourselves as bald as the eagle, for they shall go from you into exile. Let's pray together. Good morning, Heavenly Father. We're excited to be with you this morning. We look forward to coming beside you each day as we look at your word, and even now as we look at it, we're grateful that we have it. Lord, as we listen to these words and we think through them and try to meditate on them throughout the rest of our day, won't your spirit work within us to help us? Amen. Well, I'm sure you enjoyed listening to me try to pronounce all of those extremely difficult words, and I assure you that it was a lot of fun recording it about 20 times before I was finally satisfied with how to say some of those names. But as we look at this bigger chunk of Micah, the biggest chunk we've looked at so far, he's writing down one long main idea. And my friends, as we go today, our meditation is short. You're going to get to listen to me say all of this again. Because this is one of those passages that speaks so strongly for itself. Its implication is so clear. When we're confronted with our sin, when it is shown to us, Micah is showing us how we should react to it. God's wrath burns against those who sin against him. And we should take our sins so seriously. I recently heard of an argument between a granddaughter and a grandfather who were who were trying to think about and work through what sin in a person's life looks like after they're saved. One had said that once you're saved, your sin is forgiven, yes, but we must keep ourselves from sin. And the other one said, well, 
Once you're forgiven, you can kind of keep living as you want. Your sins are forgiven anyways, no matter what you do. Well, I, I present to you this passage here in Micah. What is the response that Micah has for all of these peoples and cities that have corrupted themselves before God? I mean, he's pretty strong in his language. Go naked. Make yourself bald. Give parting gifts to certain cities because they're going to be gone forever. Harness the steeds to the chariots and get away. Micah wants these people to really see how strongly they should react to their sin. My friends, I'm going to read this passage again as we close and then I'll pray. But for our meditation today, will we go just considering these words from Micah? Even though this was written to a different people group in a different time, in different circumstances, don't we fall into the trap that these people do that we think we're okay just because we're labeled Christians or Baptists or Catholics or Presbyterians or whatever we might be? We might have the label, but if our lives do not reflect it, if sin abounds in our lives, then what's a label? We must take our sins so seriously. And, and I don't want this to be a downer devotional where we go about the rest of our day being overwhelmed by our sin. Because we have been forgiven. There has been grace poured out upon us, and the real wrath of God has been poured out, but just not on us. Even so, will we go on sinning and treading lightly where we shouldn't be? Consider these words from Micah one more time. For this I will lament and wail. I will go stripped and naked. I will make lamentation like the jackals and mourning like the ostriches. For her wound is incurable. It has come to Judah, and has reached the gate of my people, to Jerusalem. Tell it not in Gath, weep not at all. In Bethlehem, roll yourselves in dust. Pass on your way, inhabitants of Shafir, in nakedness and shame, the inhabitants of Zanan. Do not come out. The lamentation of Bethezel. Come take away from you its standing place for the inhabitants of Morath. Wait anxiously for good, because disaster has come down from the Lord to the gate of Jerusalem. Harness the steeds to the chariots, inhabitants of Lachish. It was the beginning of sin to the daughter of Zion, for in you were found the transgressions of Israel. Therefore you shall give parting gifts to Moresheth Gath. The houses of Exeb shall be a deceitful thing to the kings of Israel. I will again bring a conqueror to you, inhabitants of Marashah. The glory of Israel shall come to Adullam. Make yourselves bald and cut off your hair for the children of your delight. Make yourselves as bald as the eagle, for they shall come from you into exile. Let's close in prayer together. Heavenly Father, as we go today, Lord, help us to consider our sin. We know we're saved by grace. We know that you are a God who is gracious and merciful to us and full of love, abounding in steadfastness and goodness. Lord, we know that. We know that your wrath has not been poured out on us. It's been poured out on the Lamb of God himself. But at the same time, Lord, we know how much you hate sin. This passage makes it so clear to us how much you hate it. Micah is suggesting radical things that people might show their repentance and their lamentation for what they've done. God, help us. Show us our sin. Sanctify us, Lord. Bring us closer and closer to your image. We know we won't be fully glorified until we're home with you in heaven. But on this day, Lord, help us to pursue holiness, godliness. Lord, we want to reflect your glory in how we live, in the way we think, in the way we speak. 
We want to turn away from the wicked things that we've done and turn towards you, our holy God. We can only do that with your help, Lord. So won't you help us today? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.